Welcome to The Trauma Room, a podcast that triggers. We will discuss all things traumatic here, mental health disorders, movies, TV shows, love, life, etc. Will the topics trigger some? Of course they will, but to get past the trauma, you will have to get to the room. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to the Trauma Room Podcast, Season 2, called Problematic Relationships. This first episode is called Glorious Purpose, and it's about Loki on Disney+. Plus. I don't know if you have seen Loki on Disney+, Plus, but last week was the season finale, and oh my gosh, it was so incredible, and so awesome, and so full of Glorious Purpose. So the show has Loki in it, and it is all about Loki, really. And this will also have spoilers, so if you haven't seen the show, you might not want to listen to this one. And if you don't want to see the show but want to hear this, go right ahead. The show is about Loki, a version of Loki from 2012 during the Avengers movie. So if you've seen the Avengers movie, Loki's defeated and they arrest him. But if you've also seen the Infinity War and Endgame, you know that in the end of Endgame, when they went back to time to 2012, Hulk came down the stairs because they would not let him in the elevator, of course, because he's max weight, definitely. And he bumped Tony Stark into Loki, who got who grabbed the Tesseract and disappeared completely. So this show picks off from where that Loki disappears and we find out where he's went. So he went to this random desert and basically these people picked him up. This police. It's basically time police. I won't get too nerdy because I want everyone to listen to this. So basically all you need to know is the time police came and picked him up, which they're called the Time Variance Authority, the TVA. So they came and picked him up and took him to their facility and was basically just telling him like, hey, you messed up the sacred timeline and now you're here, now you're a prisoner. And they were just telling him that it's all different types of versions of Loki's and all Loki's missions in life are to be disruptive and cause chaos so the hero can come about. So in the first Avengers, Loki kills the agent and the Avengers love the agent so much that they decide to form the Avengers in his honor. Loki kind of created the Avengers and this going on showing Loki history, he kind of created like everything and spoiler alert, even in this show, he actually creates the multiverse, but he learns that it was previously all different types of timelines and that it's more Lokis than him. They're all different variants of him in this season really they show him like his life up to where his whole life how he was adopted how he came to be and they also show him that his life had an end and they show him in game where basically he actually is infinity war where he actually dies trying to save thor competing with so in this show, they show him up to there and they tell him Loki's biggest motto is that he has a glorious purpose. And they tell him his glorious purpose is to die. And that's it. And that really resonates with him because he's like, what is going on? 
This episode of the Charm Room Podcast is going to talk about the trauma in Loki and the mental illnesses in this show as well. A backstory of Loki is that Odin fought on his land full of frost giants, killed all of them, and Loki was a baby that Odin adopted and took back to his homeland. And Loki, for centuries, millennials, doesn't know that he is actually adopted or what's going on until Odin tells him. And that's when he just realizes, like, what, what is my life really about? And that brings him to actually go on a rampage of trying to find, as he calls it, his glorious purpose. But in the show and Loki himself, it talks about narcissistic personality disorder. It also talks about loving yourself. And it also talks about like what you believe in and how you believe in it and how is it true. Loki is a narcissist, but since he's learning his demise and learning his death, he also meets Sylvie, which is a variation of Loki in the show and he gains compassion and love actually for her and he realizes throughout the show that he acts out and he's the way he is because he even says in one episode because he's scared he's a god of mischief because inside of him is a scared a scared person and he does all this mischief and all this harm to look bigger than he is so people will be afraid of him and won't hurt him. And so deep down inside Loki Loki is trying to understand himself and who who he is. And that's definitely what the show is about. It's about fighting with yourself and trying to battle your vices within you. Trying to realize like hey, there's something internal inside me that I don't I see but I don't like or I see and I don't know you know how to resolve it and that's that ultimate fight with yourself on who who do you really want to be in life do you want to be the villain or do you want to be the hero of your story and that's like one thing that you have to realize like you you make your own story. You make your own glorious purpose. Like in the show, people kept telling him constantly, your purpose is already set. Your purpose is already this, this, and this. And you just have to follow this or else the time variant people are going to get you. And Loki discovers, spoiler alert, in the show that all the TVA is a lie and it's a false concept. It's a false everything and it's actually... Basically, like the Wizard of Oz, it's just someone created it to hide what was really going on. And ultimately, you do make your own purpose. But when you fight with yourself, it's it's just a really hard battle that can go on for for years. Because, you know, when you struggle with someone else or you fight with someone else's thoughts and beliefs about you... You could be like, forget them, like, okay, I don't have to talk to you or whatever. But when it's actually you, you have, you think about it, you ruminate on it. There's, it's you and you constantly hear yourself, you know, self, self doubting yourself. And it's definitely crazy in Loki because in Loki it's other Lokis. So they also have the self defeating, like, 
we're never going to be anything but this. And he has to try to persuade them like, hey, we're Lokis, but we, we can do much better than what we're doing. There's a woman, Loki, called Sylvia. And she was kidnapped by the TVA when she was a child, but she got away. And so her mission throughout the whole show is to find out why the TVA took her to bring them down and to find out, like, what was her actual purpose and why did they take her. The last episode is so beautiful because Loki and Sylvie, who is a Loki, fight because they have a difference of opinion on how to resolve the big bad at the end of the show. And basically it's Kang, Kang the Conqueror, which is a time god. And he tells them, like, you have two choices I created this timeline sacred and got rid of the other ones because my other variants were really bad, worse than me, and I didn't want that to happen. Or you can kill me, and then a bunch of kings are going to come out, and they're going to cre create the multiverse, and they're going to run a rampage. And Sylvie chooses to get revenge and kills Kang in the show. And that got me thinking, like, revenge over peace never wins because whenever you try to get revenge over someone or something it always backfires sometimes people that have been in narcissistic relationships be like well I want to get revenge on that person or I want them to hurt and hurt the way they made me hurt and the best revenge is just to have peace with yourself just to not do anything to try to get back at that person just move on with your life and live your life without that person and live a better and peaceful life and so sylvie chooses to get revenge as soon as she kills kang it leaves the gateway open to the multiverse where all the other kings can come and destroy all the timelines and that's what he was trying to stop Back to Loki and his history of trauma. So, like I was saying, Loki was a frost giant baby, and Odin went to his land and killed them. He adopted Loki, never told him he was adopted, never told him until centuries, centuries later. And he's always felt like he's been in Thor's shadow. Odin has always compared him to Thor. And that has caused so much harm in his life. He's a god of mischief because he just he just wants to be noticed. He just wants to be do something to show, hey, he's not Thor. He's under Thor's shadow. It also brings up nature versus nurture. Loki didn't realize for centuries he was a frost giant, but he did have these magical powers that he thought he just had. So that's the nature part. The nurture part is that his family never did tell him he was adopted until centuries later. And that can be traumatic for a child. Sometimes people never tell them. Sometimes those adoptive parents die and they realize later that they were adopted. Or sometimes they tell them as an adult or they tell them as a teen. And I feel personally that the best situation is that you tell them as a child because I feel the longer you keep the like secret, the more resentment it may grow or the more like, why did you not tell me until now may happen? 
and Loki situation, he's definitely upset because he felt like he wasn't loved by these people because they they had never never told him until now. And so he just become and once they did tell him, it hurt him so bad that he just became so destructive because he didn't know how to reconcile his feelings and he didn't know like how to just process them. So instead he leaves he leaves his homeland where Thor and him live and he comes to Earth to try to rule over Earth because he he thinks coming to Earth he can rule over these people and these people will adore him and have admiration for him. Which that's how I would say he becomes a narcissist because he's trying to seek out admiration from anywhere. He's trying to seek out validation and he definitely wants to be the savior of his story. And so Loki in the show definitely is coming from that place because it's from the first Avengers where he hasn't learned anything. He hasn't learned anything he's learned previous about being a better person. So once he steals a Tesseract, uh, his mission is just to get away and try to rule again over and over. And so in the show, the TVA talked to him and tell him all the stuff about Loki's. And they, they try to hire him because at the TVA, the main, they basically they call it pruning, where someone does something on their timeline that is not what they should be doing or will create a multiverse that TVA goes to that timeline and takes them and prunes them. And the TVA basically says that the variants of Loki are the main people that they keep having to like prune because there's so many of them and because they're always like trying to mess up the timeline. And they hire him to try to find out how the other Lokis keep evading them, basically. He hates this. And he hates the TVA. He also hates to find out that it's other Lokis because he's narcissistic. He doesn't want to know it's like a bajillion of him out there. He has a lot of hate in his heart. Like, just coming from his adoptive parents not telling him and then being in his parent parents' shadow, being in Thor's shadow... And it's this great quote, you might have heard it before, where it says, hate comes from love. And I definitely feel like that is true. Like you can't, you know, you can't hate someone without loving them. My personal examples, like you can't dislike your parents just because, unless there's like really like they're like murderers or really abusive then, you know, but, you know, you can't just be like, oh, I hate them just because I hate them. There's always love behind it. And even like in, this is kind of a side note, but like even in racism, someone you love taught you that, taught you how to be racist, taught you not to like people of a different color, and you value their opinion so highly because you love them. So that's an example of hate coming from love in that way as well where someone you love has told you to hate or taught you to hate rather in the show Loki 
is trying to be like, okay, I'm going to try to pretend to help the TVA and try to figure out what's going on to ultimately get to his glorious purpose. He finally meets Sylvie. He's like, hey, we can do this together. We can rule together. Let's try to rule together. She point blank says, this is not about you. And that's what so many narcissists don't realize. This is not about you. What you're trying to do is not about you. It's about everyone else. It just shows you where Loki is and how he only thinks about himself. He's only for himself. In Loki's story arc, he believes he's helping people, quote, or trying to help them by ruling over them or being their savior. He has had several times in the movies where he's had humbling moments, but he's never learned anything from them. But definitely in this show, well, he did learn eventually because in Infinity War, he realized to love someone more than himself. In this show, he learns self-love. Even though it's through other Lokis, it's still self-love. And he meets like one Loki called Classic Loki that tells him that he misses Thor. He misses his family. He misses his brother. So Loki has love for his family. He also has hate for them since they've lied to him so much. He also talks about just his beliefs, like his belief system. He has a conversation with uh, Mobius, which is one of the TVA agents that is trying to help him figure out like what what's going on. He talks to him and just is like, hey, the TVA is true. We really do have a purpose that we believe in. And Loki's is just like, this just all seems stupid and ridiculous. It's not true. And Mobius brings up the fact like, okay, but you are a frost giant that was adopted by gods on a whole nother planet that's not Earth. And that's true. So they have this banter back and forth of which one of their beliefs is true. And it just depends on how, how much you actually believe in it. Because in Mobius, the TVA agent's reality, he stands behind the TVA. He thinks he's doing an ultimate mission for good. And it actually turns out like the whole TVA is a lie and that everything he believed in was a lie. And so it just also talks about cognitive dissonance. And it also talks about how you believe in the things you believe and how you know they're true. Or how much would you stand behind the things you believe? And that they can also go back to racism as well. Just like some people are racist and they have instances or things that happen in their life where they realize their beliefs of racism have been wrong this whole time and that they, they change because they've had those instances where they've had a heart change because they realize it. And the same thing happens to Mobius where he realizes, oh my gosh, I believed in the TVA and it was a, the system was a lie the whole time. And now I really do need to try to help Loki figure out who's actually behind the TVA and what, and what reason do they have for all of this. It also talks about just loving yourself. And it does... 
it talks about loving yourself in not a narcissistic way, but just learning who you are, like learning about yourself. When he meets the other variants of himself, Loki, he really learns what his glorious purpose is. And there's a part in it where he talks to the other Lokis and they're like, we're just failures. We're hopeless. We don't ever do anything right. And he says to Sylvie, one of the other Lokis, he's like, Lokis may fail, but we never die. We always get out of the situations that we get ourselves into. And so I think the show really was just trying to show Loki in a different light. So far in the Marvel Universe, well, if you're just going from 2012 Avengers, this Loki has been a horrible person. And it was showing that Loki can change if he just understands his own value and understands never to give up and that you don't you don't have to be the villain. You don't have to be the villain of your story unless you want to. That's a gigantic takeaway of the show. You do not have to be the villain of your story unless you want to. Loki is a narc. That is 100% true. From all his movies, he has shown a savior complex and needing to be idolized. He has all the traits on the NPD form of being a narc. And narcs rewrite history. Their their life is going to reflect well on them and revolve around them and to make them seem like they're the savior. And like Sylvie was telling him, this is not about you. But the ironic thing is that Sylvie is still a Loki, so she still has narcissistic personality disorder and so at the end it's ironic that she told him this isn't about you but then at the end when she ultimately had two choices to make she chose revenge which caused more harm than anything and she chose revenge because she was being selfish so she made it about her And it wasn't about her either. It was about saving everyone from the multiverse because the multiverse is not a good thing to happen. (laughs) So Sylvie in the end got caught by narcissism as well. So even though the original Loki learned his lesson, narcissism still got the best of a Loki because it's it's just too ingrated in him. But he realizes that a narc he even says it in the show like he does say in one episode he's like I'm a narcissistic person like that's that's what it is and a question that arises like can narcs ever change can they ever change and I feel like personally I feel like the answer that I have personally because of personal issues with narcs that have not changed and because I just feel like it's just really hard for them to change, my personal answer would say no. A therapy answer would say if they really, really truly are aware that they are a narc and see their behaviors as detrimental and realize that they're not caring or giving a darn about anyone else, then it's plausible that it can happen. He has to learn how to trust other people in the show. 
and has to learn how to express his feelings correctly and also has to stop lying to people in the show. If they're really truly aware of their behaviors and they actually find some person, like a family member, that they actually just care about, then they can plausibly change. But it definitely takes hard work and it takes them wanting to actually change their behavior. It can't be anything that's like a one and done thing. It has to be for everything. It has to be one, you getting help, you going to therapy. Two, you're you're cognitively thinking like I'm a narc and I need to care about others or I'm this, I need to stop and think about what I'm doing. And that's definitely hard for someone that wants constant attention, admiration, and wants everything to be about themselves. But it's plausible that they can change. It's very hard, though. I really think that overall in the Loki series, being a hero is not about, you know, yourself and that's why it's hard for Loki to be a hero because he's a narc he's selfish and he feels entitled and he wants admiration and being a hero is the total opposite of that like you give your life for other people in the show he realizes that through Sylvie he learns compassion and learns to love someone else ironically in the show it's kind of confusing because he does learn to love someone else even though that someone else is a variation of him so it kind of comes back to him just being narcissist because he he fell in love with himself it because she's a female version of him but he did learn compassion to open up and be vulnerable with himself I feel like it's also talking about self-care where it's just talking about being open, being vulnerable to yourself and those things that you have issues with, that you have traumas, opening up to yourself and realizing like, hey, I have an issue with this and I'm struggling and I need to recognize it. I need to be self-aware. So I feel like he learned self-awareness through Sylvie because Sylvie is a Loki but she's a variant of him, so they aren't all the same. They have different traits and everything. They do, deep down, all have narcissism because that's a trait that will never go away from Loki. But they do have different traits, and he was able to see, hey, I, I, I do harm people, and I want to be better. I don't want to harm people all the time. And like I was saying, some narcs can learn compassion. It's very, very rare but if they learn compassion, that's a first a first step. I also feel like in the show, he decides to put Sylvia first. He decides to put Sylvia first in the show. He decides ultimately it's not about him because Kane gives both of them an option. Like, hey, we can keep you in the sacred timeline together. You can rule Earth in this timeline, and they decline. So that was narcissism bowing down at one point. Once Loki realizes that Kang is telling the truth and that the sacred timeline needs to be sacred for a reason and Sylvia is trying to kill him, he gets in the way. And Sylvia's like, you just want 
this to not happen because you want to rule. You want to become king. And he's like, no, I care about you. And I know this situation, if you kill him, it's going to be worse. And so he definitely learns to put others before him. If narcissistic people can learn to choose others before themselves, then they have a chance to change. If they can balance that, then that is where they can try to change for the better. But I hope this all makes sense to you. <laughs> if it doesn't, leave in the comments and let me know uh, what I can expand upon. But the first season of Loki on Disney Plus is definitely awesome. It definitely covers the mental illness of narcissistic personality disorder. It talks about what you believe in and how how you can know it's true. And it also talks about the self-care and self-awareness. I think they did a really good job on having the different Lokis express that at the end of the day, you create your own glorious purpose. No matter what other people say, no matter what people what you've done in the past, at the end of each day, you create your own glorious purpose. And it could be good or bad. You can be the villain of your own story if you want to be. Or you can be the hero of your own story. And when I say hero, I don't mean savior of your own story. You can just be the hero of your own story. And that's like another thing as well. Like even in the other Avengers movies where Loki did change and he did end up helping and trying to save people, he did it not really as a hero, but he did it as still like, hey, look at me, I'm saving you in this way. Because in the other movies, he had a savior complex where he was like, bow before me. So he was going to hold people captive to get admiration. But in the other ones, he's like, hey, look, I'm saving you from a planet that's about to, you know, explode, come on my ship. And that's saving them or having a savior complex in a I'm trying to help you way, which ultimately goes back to narcissists. You will definitely hear narcissists say, like, I I was controlling you because I was trying to help you because what I know is best. This show has shown a different light of Loki. Like, even in the Infinity War, I think he finally realized, like, he cared for Thor and loved Thor. But I, I really do truly think that this Loki in Disney Plus series has realized that he's it's not all about him. And that's that's what he has to understand. Like and what you even in your own story, like you could be the hero of your story, but it's still not all about you. It's it's not about you. And so I'm very excited to see what's in store for Loki season two on Disney Plus and I'm just also just excited to do like the therapy or the mental illnesses in in these Disney Plus shows because they so far with Loki, WandaVision, Captain America, which I'm going to do shows on all of them. It just shows different mental illnesses and I'm glad that something that people can enjoy watching can also teach them 
secretly or not so secretly about the challenges people face with mental illnesses or when they have mental health crisis. So thanks for listening to the first episode of season two of the Trauma Room podcast. Once again, thanks for listening to the Trauma Room, a podcast that triggers. Consider sharing the show if moved to do so or if you know someone that it will help. Don't forget to follow and give five stars if you enjoy. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, go to our Patreon at the Trauma Room Podcast. Our Patreon will have extra episodes from the season that go into even more detail. You can find our social media in the show notes at the link below. The next patient will be seen shortly.